You put me on this platform to tell the truth. Speak to me when I be speaking to the youth. Yo, welcome to the Question Mindset Podcast, home for business six, seven, eight. Multi-figure mindset through the power of a question. I'm your host, Olivier J. Darcise. Now, fam, you know we focus on the major aspects of life, helping people in health, wealth, social life, spirituality, and purpose. And basically what we talk about, we help you put into practice so you find your flow and you perform on a high level. Now, today I got a special episode for you today. I got a special guest. I got a I got a world traveling entrepreneur. I got a master connector. I got a 2022 Black Ambition Prize winner. D'Angelo, how you doing today, man? Well, Appreciate well, you coming out. Thank you so much for the opportunity to come <laughs> connect, man. Love what you're doing, this platform that you're creating for entrepreneurs and folks from all facets of life just to reflect and figure out ways that they can progress in life. So I'm happy to be here. Appreciate that. Yes, Appreciate sir. that. Now, in many times, I would want people to say, hey, what do you do now? And get into that that generic flow and yeah. stick that everybody does. But I want to give people some of the context behind who you are not who you are now but yeah. kind of who you was so they see your journey yeah. and in that sense they see what you've become where you're going and the impact you want to create so growing up i know you're a business owner i know you're an entrepreneur you got all these things under your belt but growing up how was that life for you did you always have that mindset where you're thinking the way you do now so uh growing up uh first off um want to thank uh my, my family my parents they're immigrants from haiti mm-hmm. so just being able to take the risk to leave haiti to come here and, and start a new life and from being in third world countries and uh being in the caribbean islands you know america is known as the the promised land a, yeah. a place that you can build a better life so yeah. thanks to them i was able to be born here and like uh, grow up here to have that type of access has pretty much led me to where I'm at today. Uh, growing up, I played sports. Um, I grew up in the inner city, as many of us, and I've seen a lot of uh, my peers who fell victim to um, the streets uh, and not having the the leadership that mm-hmm. I had, like my dad and, and my mom and uh, mentors through other organizations who instill their learnings um, from their past. And I took that. And uh, ever since I was little, I was always the type to learn from others' experience. I'm, I'm the youngest of uh, quite a few uh, siblings. So I was able to also look at them and watch them grow up and learn what not to do and what to do. And from that, I <laughs> yeah. just kind of leveraged that and took the baton and <laughs> kind of went gone. One of the things- you got a lot of examples. Yeah. So one of the things though, when my family would go out to like restaurants you know, I'll see like nice cars, nice houses and mm-hmm. and nice nicer communities. And I've always wondered, uh, like, how can I get that? You know, mm. and I would ask that. So looking at m- magazines, um, looking at a lot of, you know, Lamborghinis and stuff like that. And uh, with the TV and news, uh, started wondering until like in high school, I was in this uh, program called BPA, which stands for Business Professionals of America, where I was able to compete in uh, business pitch competitions at Dilla High School. Really? And so he's doing all that since high school? Yeah, but let me tell you this. I didn't have <laughs> the uh, the knowledge or the expertise just yet to like do it with uh, in a way that I knew I was going to win. I just bought the energy and like the passion and curiosity to the table. So basically, I would uh, go into these rooms and tell them why they should host their convention center in this city at this hotel 
for our group. And then I just kind of went with that, uh, with passion. And that kind of led to me winning first place, second place, sometimes third, which led for me leaving Fort Lauderdale, going to Orlando, going from Orlando to going to like Indianapolis and also Anaheim, California. Mm. And um, my parents didn't have the fund to sponsor me. And thanks to local um, pioneers, they were able to give me like scholarships and grants to pay for my trip. And uh, my, my community, like the teachers there, they also helped me out. So like, I've always had the curiosity and I never like kind of just kind of held back from asking mm. for help. And so I took that that mindset, that uh, that framework that I had as a kid, and I try to sustain that and keep that. Um, so I've always wanted more, um, pretty much freedom. I'm sure we all want freedom. Yeah. But I've always just reflecting back on my actions that I worked towards uh, pursuing what that freedom looks like. So in high school, uh, a lot of uh, the people that I grew up with were making it out through sports. Um, some as well through academics, but majority was like sports. So I decided to uh, play football. My brothers, they made it out through uh, football and got scholarships to colleges. And um, so I, I thought, okay, maybe that'd be the same for me. And um, I injured my uh, ACL. Oh, and man, that nobody just, likes that. Yeah, yeah. so that just kind of kind of mm -hmm. like, uh, that was the obstacle that I had to maneuver around. Mm -hmm. And uh, thanks to my community of mentors and um, peers, you know, we sat down and we strategized what the other options were. So the other options were like going to community college. I was like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not trying to stay here mm -hmm. and like just um, go to community college. Just At that time. Just stay locked up over there. Right, right. But although like going through like uh, what I went through by getting a scholarship to go through uh, Florida a and University, community college isn't that bad. It's more affordable because I noticed a lot of my peers who didn't have scholarships who were suffering due to the cost of education, tuition, as well as living. Yeah. So, um, but for me, I was like, you know what? I want to kind of get out the city. Uh, why not apply for a lot of schools? So in the back of my head, I still wanted to walk on, uh, on someone's D1 football team, but for the schools that I applied for, nothing but rejection letters. Mm. So, uh, so was, was yeah. that, did that give you any doubt that you had all these aspirations, but you was getting denied by the schools and yeah. you wanted to follow the social norm that you saw around you? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I did have doubts. Um, but thank, thank the guy, he, he gave me the, uh, the, the will to always combat doubts with working hard and just, just doing right. So, that's pretty much what I did. What I mean by doing right is putting in the work to reach out to nonprofit organizations and leaders in the community um, that's on the newspaper that's talking about they're giving back to oh, see wow. if they can uh, provide me scholarships. So like going to um, fraternities and sororities and telling them my story. And I'm looking to make a way out so I can provide for my parents and my family and also get build equity and wealth. You know, there's a lot of individuals and in other communities that's doing it. And the things that they have in common is access to resources. Yeah. And like, you know, this journey isn't perfect. You know, we fail, but like being able to have access to resources and individuals that can help you out, you know, it led to a lot of folks from other communities to build wealth and be successful. That's not bad. You was kind of pound, you was kind of pounding the pavement a little early. Like you was yeah. reaching out to these people for scholarships. Yeah. Most people they would just apply online, mm -hmm. write like an email, write like an essay. You know the general stuff. But right. you was actually reaching out and doing what most other people weren't. So yeah. would you say 
your the mindset you have in business it carried from when you was young or did you Absolutely. start developing that like as you left high school and started doing yeah more so and more? I, I carried it since i was young you know it was a small seed so the, the older i got the more i experienced it just got more explosive and, and what was yeah. that what was that small seed that you got was it the newspapers and the magazines or was it something else so the small seed was just like seeing my parents struggle to keep the lights on and Damn. working like my dad was a janitor that led me to being a janitor in college by choice to make more money. Yeah. And uh, my mom just just watching her pray, but not, not just them, but like my peers who would yeah. who would go to juvie, go to jail in middle school, high school, get caught up, or um, other peers who would get pregnant. And I just noticed the negative impact. Yeah. And I just had on them, but like me, you know, like I'm I'm right here. I'm in this bubble as well. Tell me more about that. What what negative impact? are you referring to is it just like dang it's it's tough out here or what what was the first thing that came to mind so negative impact of so it's it could be both you know it's, it's both a blessing and um yeah. it also could be a setback of having a kid too early when you're not prepared yeah um but overall it's a blessing but like for me it was negative for me because i know i'm not prepared to have a kid <sighs> and seeing the stress that it bought on, on my peers and then also peers who would go to jail or go to juvie is what they call it um, for like adolescence. It, it set them back. Like mm. it crushed their football dreams. Um, they're, they're now like in the streets in high school. They're no mm. longer going to school. They're begging for money. And that's, I was like, you know, I reflected and I was like, that's not something I want for myself. What do I need to do in order to get the freedom that I want? So mm. all these things that it's pretty much a book that's unfolding yeah. that I'm seeing you know, what can I take from these things? Okay, mm -hmm. you need to focus. Make sure you go to school. Make sure you ask the questions. Like, I honestly, I didn't like school. Um, never was passionate about school, but the reason why I went through school is because it was an outlet to allow yeah. me to focus until I figure out what my purpose is. And just looking at other success who went through school, because there's many people who are successful who didn't, but looking at all the uh, opportunities I had on the table, you know, football was up. And academia was the next way out. I knew mm -hmm. I had the will um, as well as the talent in order to succeed through that. So I just took the opportunity God gave me and I just made the best out of it. So like um, a lot of our peers, you know, would tend to, you know, be in the streets and the energy that they put into that to make money. Mm -hmm. I just applied that same mentality to like school. I like that. To like, you know, uh, to like entrepreneurship. I like that. And I, I, I nurtured that. So uh, and that's basically uh, what I'm what I'm here for. In, in, in order to to make to, to to find freedom and make an impact, we also got to get skin in the game, but also learn from others. So like connecting with uh, much older people, learn learning from their uh, mistakes, also their wins, and figuring out ways that I can apply that on my journey. Because mm -hmm. no one's journey is not going to be the same, but you can take. Uh, like the learnings from other journeys as well as their accomplishments to figure out what can work for you and like, you know, leverage creativity to figure out how you can implement that in your life to potentially get there. I like that. And I like that you were just asking yourself, you were seeing all these negative things, whether you had a good perspective in it, bad perspective in it, just, you know, subjective to the person. Mm -hmm. But I like that you were asking the questions on how do I get out of that? How do I avoid right. that? How can I grow? Most people are just seeing what's around them and they either try to fit in, mm -hmm. follow. And I like that you were just asking those questions. Yeah. So 
since you gave them some context as far as who you are, where you came from, what is it that you do now and how has this journey uh, impacted, you know, the business that you're in and your right. mindset and your vision, where you want to take it to help people avoid either issues like that or just avoid yeah. the issues within your business that you hope to, you know, alleviate? Right. So I'm founder and CEO of a company called All Pete, mm-hmm. where we're empowering uh, marginalized communities, small businesses and startups to take full control of their uh, communities and freeing them from social media surveillance. So basically what that means is social media surveillance. Social I, like, media I like the way <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> I like the way you said that. You know, I appreciate that. <laughs> so like today, many of us are engaging with our peers and our role models and people within our community and people that we look up to mm-hmm. uh, on these public social media platforms and other platforms. But a lot of us may not think about the uh, the disadvantage of them owning our data, potentially selling our data to other co- uh, companies and not having a piece of that pie. Mm-hmm. So w- when I think mm-hmm. of freedom, a lot of users, companies and organizations that's leveraging these platforms don't have complete freedom and control. So basically what all Pete is here to do is provide businesses their own alternative platform to bring their communities that exist inside their websites and apps. So they no longer have to engage with their communities full time on these platforms. They can still leverage these platforms. So we'll coexist, but you want to bring your people back to your platform to increase act- activity uh, within your uh, website, which overall is increase the value of your business. And uh, we're, we're basically looking to give brands the, the option to decide if they want to continue leveraging these platforms because the mm. ad model is good, but from a longevity perspective, businesses has to keep feeding the ads money in order to get more exposure for the products and services. But what are they doing for uh, customer retention, keeping mm-hmm. them engaged and building deeper uh, uh, engagement with their communities to understand what their needs are. So what we discovered is we need to provide these businesses their own uh, socialization feature within their platform so they can be free from competitors access One of the things is we don't have control of competitors selling ads to our communities. So uh, that's what we're on a mission to do is provide businesses their own platform to have full control of. I like that. My man, I see you see it. My man's a master connector. So um, is that would you, I remember hearing this word that you said to me one of these days, the social dilemma. Is that all what the social dilemma is or is there more to it? Because I know you said they just take your data. Yeah. What more is this? Like what? entirely is the social dilemma yeah so what we when we uh when we think about the social dilemma we think of not just that but also um the impact of the decision that we're making so uh so one of the things that the ads are are doing is leveraging our search histories when we use like google, google search engines or yeah. other search engines to search for like products and services and then basically the algorithms on these platforms would so-called manipulate us in order to keep showing us the products that we like. Yeah. So basically, the uh, the value one of the value props of these platforms for uh, businesses is that we have millions, potentially billions of users who are interested in your products and services based on the access of search engine that we have because they're tracking them even when they're not on their platforms. So um, basically, the social dilemma is is that. When users are making decisions, not completely on their own, these platforms are also like 
manipulating them and wow. influencing their decisions. So when we're just going to these platforms to send a DM to such and such or go check out uh, an organization that I support to see what they posted or when this product dropped or whatever the case may be, you're also helping out these platforms to make better decisions for businesses and figure out ways to make revenue from that. Yeah. And it's, it's good for uh, discovery and awareness, but overall it's not good for all aspects for businesses, data and the types of conversations they may want to have with their customers that they don't want others to have access to like their competitors. So what mm. we're doing is providing um, companies a safe space to interact without worrying about being a surveil or um, their uh, data being tracked. So we, we provide them ownership of their data and we give them the features that they need so they don't have to worry about hiring engineers or doing something that's outside of their expertise yeah. so they can focus on their specific industry and do what they're great at. That's not bad. That's not bad. Because um, in that, when social, what social dilemma meant for me was when, of course, they use your data. Of course, they yeah. try to keep you on their platform. Right. And sometimes I find myself, that's why I try to limit myself on social media, because when I go in there to search a specific person, I find myself looking at other things, right. but it's because they have all this information on yeah. there already. It's like, oh, this interests right. me, this interests me, this interests me. Yeah. And as you, I go down that rabbit hole. Right. And many of us do these things and it stunts our growth. It stunts our time, the time that we spent in our um in our purpose right. in our why and i actually have this part uh, as part of my course my fast track course that's coming out right. where it's your purpose is on this side and then the distraction of this world is on this side mm -hmm. the moment you, you you know as you stay in your purpose it compounds and does all that but the moment you switch into that distractions then that's when you won't and how long you stay in that distraction that's when you can see yourself not even remembering the recent things that you learned so in that purpose course, I talked about pretty much um, setting a rest day so you can have those days where you right. rest and, and do those things, but you compound your purpose, you compound your growth, you compound your impact just so you can grow and reach that next level go faster right. rather than you grow, you read a book, then you spend an hour on Instagram, you forgot chapter one of the book. Yeah. So I like that. I like that. Right. And and in your platform, what, I, what the value that I've seen even for myself mm -hmm. is you keep them... Like I was thinking, thinking of it as perspective from the different niches that are out there. Yeah. Where all right, say if somebody's a health and wellness person, they they rather go to their website because all their values on their website. They interact with people on their website rather than them being on Instagram and then they learn what they learn, but they forget it because one scroll can put you down an hour's worth or thirty minutes worth or however long's worth of of doom scrolling. You forget what you just learned and how you're applying that in your life instantly. Right. So that's the big value proposition that I see in your business and that I see for myself for getting started to do like that. Oh, thank you. It's not bad. That's not bad. I, I was actually talking that. to somebody just now and then yeah. it came to my mind. I'm like, yo, because we have these coaches. We have all these people that want to change and make an impact. But these things are studying the people, the people's growth and the right. people is, is who they need and who they're trying to reach to fix. So right. it's just right. like this big dilemma all it going is. back to the word. Yeah. And uh, just, to, just to clarify, these are great platforms yeah but the way it's being used with like all our times is then <laughs> it, it kind of takes over it takes control yeah. so like um those who are like successful those who are winning are those who are aligned with their pur purpose and in reference to like making sure that they're dividing their times properly 
And because these platforms help with discovery, right? Awareness, getting the right people to look at your products and services. But what's most important is keeping these leads inside your platform after getting them to your platform. Where are Mm -hmm. some ways that you can keep them there? Mm -hmm. Like a lot of our competitors, they have proprietary platforms. Basically, proprietary is where you would have to go to their platforms in in order to bring your community to sign up to connect with you rather than where all Pete. We're bringing, bringing our technology where it's customized and aligns with your website or your app where they can you can keep them within your product and service. And um, one of the things that we're working towards is integrating into other platforms like social media where you can engage from your domain and show up as wow. yours. So that's something that we're working on. That's not launched just yet, but we're looking at different ways that we can we can get that going. Yeah, that's big because I've seen Instagram recently take it a step further in creating communities right. under somebody's social pro, uh, so, social right. profile. Yeah. yeah, I was like, yeah. yo, they really want to keep people yeah. on Instagram in yeah. any way, shape, or form, whether it's through those. Because I know people have Discords, right. people have Telegram, but they made their own. So hey, you're not leaving Instagram, right? Stay, 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 stay right here. And the value for that is. These users are already there. So like the time is going to take for our customers to engage with us privately because the value community is where you can connect with your folks privately and have control of what's going on there. So that's going to be a challenge for us as well. How do we, you know, um, empower these businesses to see the value of owning their data rather than meeting their community where they already are to engage within within their community? There's some good in that too, but businesses really need to understand the value proposition of owning and controlling your community and your data. I like that. So uh, I got a question. I know the reason why Instagram is winning, and yes, it's a good platform, but with your business, all people and everything, people like things to be a convenience. How would you make it a convenience for them rather than having it on social media, Instagram, just boom, click, create the community. They're already using the platform. It's already there. How would you make something similar like that? A convenience to them going through your through going yeah. having it on their domain and on their site and everything on that aspect. Yeah. So right now, what we've done with some clients is uh built our technology in, into their uh, platform where let's say their uh, community already have like login um, mm-hmm. within their uh, website or their app. They just don't have community feature. So we integrate yeah. our product to where it connects to their account. And they'll be basically send out an email message within their newsletter or notify them that hey, we have a community feature now. Uh, this is mm. this can be used to engage with one another or you can engage with us. So some of the features we have is like a live feed. So we're keeping the same look and feel as a traditional social media platform, but building it around the, uh, the branding and the customization of that business where they can go on like a live audio or a live video stream within a platform, the profile. So one of the things we're uh, also enhancing is uh, the onboarding experience to mm-hmm. where like it's easily to understand what features, uh, where the features are located, where they are, how to use them. But uh, just replicating the looks and feels of the tra- traditional social media, because it doesn't make sense of us recreating uh, a process or reinventing something um, that people are already uh, used to. So we tend to make those types of things as far as the user interface pretty similar so that it's easier for them to get the value that they're looking to get out of that business. I like that. I like that. So what, what really, and I know we talked about your journey. We talked yeah. about that you saw, you love connecting from the beginning and shows in your business. What was your, what was the main reason or 
thing that led you to creating RP? So before RP, uh, I co-founded an online influencer marketplace called Runway with a, a good friend of mine and college roommate. Is that called? Uh, it's called Runway. Runway. R U N W A E. Where we were connecting small businesses to influencers or uh, college students at the time, where they basically promote the products and services of these businesses. And uh, one of the pain points was just the high cost of social media advertising. And throughout this process, I've noticed that businesses still didn't have control of their uh, communities because their competitors have had had access to them. Mm -hmm. And um, another thing is like, I, I hated being bombarded by ads. I still do to this day. Like when you go on YouTube to watch a video that you would like to watch, you have to, you're forced to watch this. Yeah, it's forced to watch. And this. at times on Facebook or Instagram, these uh, you're looking at someone's story and then an ad pop up. So it just feels like I don't have a choice. I don't have control. I like my my opinion doesn't matter. Mm. Um, I believe YouTube recently uh, added a subscription uh, based service where you can pay a, a premium subscription so you can not have ads be sent to you, but like. There's users that's out there that don't have the monetary uh, value in order to afford to pay for that, Not just not to see ads. Like yeah. our clients, they're coming to us because the ad model isn't working. Like they're spending money on ads, but they're not reaching their return on investments. Then another is they uh, they want to save space. They're tired mm -hmm. of hateful comments on their uh, posts and spams in the dm so yeah those robots yeah. So, i've those seen robots, a lot yeah, exactly. of these spams just liking your right. posts commenting and just inundating and you don't want that negative traction tainting right. your, your platform or your impact right. or everything that you got going on right and when we think about these technology platforms like social media who uh pretty much like later on started to uh, later on in their journey started to leverage the ad model to make revenue because before they wasn't making revenue um, the valuations were going up due to user activity, engagement, traction. That's mm -hmm. another way to increase uh, valuation of companies. Mm -hmm. We're like, we can do the same for businesses. Yeah. You know, leverage our tool and our technology so they can retain their uh, customers, their communities, to also increase the value of their business when it comes to traction, user engagement, and posting. So, mm -hmm. like, how we view a lot of uh, platforms is uh, that's that's proprietary. They're like, the middleman, right? Mm -hmm. So you shouldn't put all your um, buckets in the middleman and have them take control of your communities and have full ownership of your data. That should be something that you should also make a decision on or have a, a portion of when it comes to like monetizing your data. Like right now, a lot of businesses aren't reaching that value. So that, I, I had a, I had a, an episode with, with Don. I remember, I think you remember Don. Yeah. And he we talked about how this world is a data-based world and most people don't even know about it. Right. So one of the things we're looking to do is educate clients on the value of monetizing your data, but just understanding your data to better connect with your community. Mm. Like a lot of communities right now are connected with their communities on these platforms, but we believe with providing them access to their data, they can connect a lot deeper yeah. and make better decisions yeah. rather than just you know shooting from the hill mm. in reference to Let's run this campaign based on, you know, these insights that we got on our story, on our ads. But there's an entire set of data that's not being shown to, uh, to businesses. Gotcha. And based on that, they know the type of impact or how to make that impact happen to yeah. their 
consumers, right. to their followers, right. to their family. I like that. Right, and because we're building these communities on these platforms, and <laughs> these folks are coming on these platforms to connect with us. However, we're not monetizing as much as we could, potentially. Yeah, we have to meet certain checkpoints on their profile, right. on their um, pro uh, social media app to start to get monetization. Right. Like Instagram, right. you got to have certain views. YouTube, you have to have certain subscribers and views, right. and you're just giving them so much value before you can even right. receive a penny. Like, yeah. that's, that's bad. Right. So we believe all communities will coexist, but like public platforms. But the problem is yeah. a lot of communities are just being, are spending too much time on these platforms, which which isn't like sustainable mm -hmm. from, from a long-term perspective. So you want to bring that sustainability to them. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so all people said to bring that sustainability to them now. Now, to wrap everything up, I want you to give the people one big advice that you picked up on that journey up into creating all peep, and then one big advice that, or one value that all peep can bring that they that they should remember that they should keep. Yeah, so I'll I'll go with uh, advice. Um, all peep stem from a burning desire to uh, help provide businesses the freedom they need to connect with their communities, but also provide me the freedom I would like to connect with communities um, from a wealth perspective, from a connectivity and collaboration perspective. Mm -hmm. But what has led to my current success and our current success is the will to keep going and, and mm -hmm. pivoting. So being able to reflect on the past lessons learned um, the past wins in, in order to make it to the end goal of providing businesses their own platforms at scale with a community uh, where the company is sustainable um, investing in yourself figuring out areas that you need to strengthen in order to uh, show up as your full self in order to provide your business the best opportunity um, that you can provide so like connecting with the, the right mentors, people with the backgrounds and experiences that you need in order to grow <laughs> and get to that. where you need to go. Um, and you can learn something from everyone, right? Mm -hmm. So like there's times that I've heard, you know, like negative things about individuals. And instead of just taking that and not giving that person the opportunity, I took that and I was like, okay, thanks for that. But I still showed up as myself and appeared um, with empathy, vulnerability, and uh, that that's built great relationships, mm -hmm. right? So uh, just being able to learn from everyone and uh, take the, the bits and pieces of information, which is data, in order to continue pursuing your, your mission and purpose. And when it comes to identifying your purpose, uh, just, just being pure and working diligently and looking at the opportunities that you currently have and figure out ways that you can excel at this highest level until you find your purpose. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I like that. Yeah. And if you want to find your purpose or if you want to help people find their purpose through what you're providing, reach out to my man, D'Angelo. Also, matter matter of fact, tell them how they should how they should reach out to you. Yeah, so uh you can reach out to us on www.allpeep.com. We're also on LinkedIn at all peep A L L P W -E P mm -hmm. and on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, all peep underscore. And then myself, Senate Made, S-E-N-A-T-M-A-D-E, -E, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, D'Angelo Senate on LinkedIn. But definitely, man, I love the platform that you're building. <laughs> appreciate the opportunity definitely, for you to man. allow me to share my story. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Thank you, man. Yes, sir. So, hey, 
you heard everything today. You heard the value. You heard the lessons. If you want to build your purpose, you you heard that I have a purpose fast track course coming out. So DM me fast track on Instagram so you can get started. I'm sure you could DM my man Sanat to get started with all peep and how to integrate your community onto your platform, uh, building and maintaining your customer retention. At the end of the day, my name is Olivier J. Darcy's helping you do to do to do life well. Peace.